My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. Almost two decades ago, I took a class in college called Women in Literature. The professor, who was my English Comp 2 instructor the semester prior, taught us to look at different aspects of society and ask, where are the women? Indu Vijayan serves as AI's Director of Product Management for Automotive Solutions, working together with the company's business and technical side to bring autonomous vehicle perception systems to market in collaboration with Tier 1 partners. She holds a BS in Technology in Computer Science from India's Amrita University and an MS in Computer Engineering from Stony Brook University. Indu is also the founder of Women in Autonomy, an organization that educates, equips, and empowers women in the automotive and auto tech spaces to become leaders and change makers. Joining us today on AutoVision News Radio, Indu Vijayan. Hi, Carl. It's really a pleasure to be here on AutoVision News. And before AI, before women in autonomy, before your automotive career even, uh, share with us your life back when you were in college, when you were studying for your computer science and your computer engineering degrees. What motivated you towards getting a STEM degree? So, Carl, being in India, where I grew up, I was very much fascinated by science and mathematics. Most of my family was in either mathematics or physics or chemistry. I think that was the only thing that uh, always inspired me. And I also, many of my cousins working in computer science industry who were at that time already in Silicon Valley. It really inspired me that how science can make so much of changes in the world, how we can bring a positive impact and using it for further advancements. So that really inspired me. And I would also say that for mathematics, I had a really very good teacher who inspired me. And she was really good in terms of how to get the really good part of people out. Right. And she would like really inspire me to solve mathematics problems in different angles. So I think I, I owe it to her also. Today, you are the Director of Product Management at AI Incorporated. You spend a great deal of time working to provide solutions for OEMs. So Indu, what types of challenges are OEMs facing today and how are you helping them solve those challenges? We are right now, the industry is in a stride to basically have higher levels of autonomy. This is a level, you can think of it as SA level three and beyond in both of these verticals, commercial vehicles and automotive. And the main things they're trying to see is how can they have better understanding of the scene so that they can have autonomous driving at higher speed levels and have safety while doing autonomous driving under the circumstances where humans have always been the best at this point of time. It's time for the AI systems to be better and what are the sensing technology out there to make it work and make it happen. One is making sure that it is a reliable, high quality sensor they can use. Second thing is, is it going to meet the performance so they can really give something to the customer they will be happy to use? And it will really keep the safety of the, of the people using it also in mind. So these are the two main things OEMs are trying to tackle. And that's where uh, my main focus is working with our partners to get there for the OEMs. Back in January, our Live with AI virtual CES 2022 broadcast, one of the central themes of that 
was AI's technology and how it's a game changer. And in particular, how AI has moved from passive to adaptive LIDAR, which puts the intelligence inside the sensor. And this enables the LIDAR to adapt its behavior according to the changing environment. So Indu, why is this active approach more effective for real-world driving? Just simply put, if you were to look at traditional passive LIDARs, I can give you draw a comparison there. Passive LIDARs basically serially take data and pass it out to the application layer of software. But if you were to closely look at how our adaptive LIDAR works, it works similar to how our human eyes work, where it's adapting to different scenes and focusing where it's more pertinent and more required information is going to your brain and processing it. Right. So just to give you an example, how the adaptive LIDAR is structured, it is first structured on a modular hardware. So it's a software-based solution where you can change hardware components as required for different verticals, different markets. Then on top of that, we have this unique software platform which can work with the perception layers, the path planning layers, and application software. So there is feedback loop going into the sensor saying, I'm not getting enough information from a specific scene. And it can then use a specific scanning method or a pattern to get more information in that scene. So it's adapting to the scene and being situationally aware in that particular manner. Another key thing with the adaptive LIDAR is that it's not working in silo. It's working with other maps, camera, radar, or IMU, or any other feedback that you can get from to give value, complementary value from a sensing methodology. So you can think of it as it's nighttime, camera is not able to get information beyond specific range. It can immediately cue the LIDAR to say, can you give more information in this specific area? And then the LIDAR can give that information. So this is a complementary method of working together so that the autonomous driving systems have higher levels of intelligence to work from there. Yes. Another key fact also is that once it's software defined, it helps us to have more updates, that is over-the-air updates. So instead of having to recall these uh, sensors, if there is a bug or anything of a sort, you have the opportunity to update it by over-the-air fixes, which is, of course, validated earlier and then uh, updated onto the cars, which is on the field. On that note, Indu, I want to encourage our listeners to research the AI shadow van. And if that shadow van is ever in a city near you or you are at an event where the AI shadow van is there, most definitely take a ride because what Indu is talking about with this intelligent LIDAR system, this adaptive LIDAR system, the shadow van allows you to see that firsthand and in real time. I took a ride in it a couple months ago and just absolutely uh, really opened my eyes to the power of AI's technology. With that said, Indu, you have a range of industry partners that you work with, particularly you do a lot of work with Continental who is a industry leader yes. and has uh, manufacturing capabilities, uh, which reduces cost and drive volume. And they have been in this industry for 150 years at this point and been in the LIDAR about 15 to 20 years or so. So it's very interesting to see how technology perspective, how we have transferred technology to a company who's then scaling it at an industrial level, making it more safe 
uh, more scalable and more ruggedized, that is more robust for the levels required for auto automotive and uh, commercial vehicles. So that's everything with AI. Let's talk about women in autonomy now. Well, what inspired you to become the founder of that organization? So Women in Autonomy was founded in 2019 at AI with the women here at AI. So the main reason was because of the fact that I've been in the automotive industry for 11 years and, and it's increasingly finding myself alone in meeting rooms as a sole woman. When I go into partner discussions, OEM discussions across industry, I started seeing that. And to me, it felt a little bit odd uh, that we need more, more representation, more diversity. That led me to think about having an organization to, have, to bring more women who's in the industry, wanted to bring everyone together and inspire and empower all the new generation women and other people who want to be part of the automotive industry and bring them to the forefront and make them take the lead going forward. And I remember that, Indu, when we first met a couple of years ago, I remember you telling me how there was a lot of things that you had gotten used to in automotive. You got used to the travel. You got used to the long working hours. You got used to how just competitive the automotive industry is. But the one thing that you couldn't get used to was just the fact that when you would go to events and you would go to conferences and meetings that there were very few, if any, women at the table. And so with that thought in mind, Indu, what programs and events does Women in Autonomy offer to bring women in the industry together? It's very interesting, Carl. And over the period of time, I do see some changes in the industry. So some of it includes industry events where we bring the women who have been beacons in their own fields and bring them for panel discussions or talks where the rest of the women in the industry can come together, hear from them, get inspired, and also it acts as a networking event. So this is pre-COVID era, but now we have moved into more virtual scenes and getting more and more traction from across the world in, this, uh, in these events. Other one, which is to me one of the um, most important ones is the educational series, where one of them is the Accelerate series, where we bring professional development sessions in terms of communication, in terms of elevating your own personal brand, as you know, women generally undersell themselves. Right, right. Few others are also like women at the wheel, again, talking about the career journeys of leading women. Next thing that I want to introduce is under the hood, which is basically talking about bringing working female engineers who's really at the core of finding the solutions for the technical challenges happening in the industry and bring them out. Talk about it that so we can really bring women together and feel inspired for what is really there, out there, and how they're solving it. When you look back at your life, how have other women around you, either at AI or at Women in Autonomy or maybe somewhere else in your life that you met, all of these women around you, what insights have you learned from them over the years and how have they inspired you? So specifically within the auto industry, um, there are a lot of women, for example, Mary Barra is like a real inspiration in the automotive industry itself, how she has led GM from where it was 10, 20 years before to now where it is and leading all the conversation related to having autonomous driving, having super cruise, having EVs in tw by 2030. 
she's leading the discussions in all of this in the automotive industry. So she has been a really good inspiration from that perspective. And there's so many other women outside and uh, within the automotive industry. For example, Jen here has been a good inspiration how she is, you know, she's very resilient and goes forward in my company, for example, to get, get things done in terms of keeping the focus for women in autonomy as well as for other subjects. Yes. And I have to tell you, Indu, that from all of us here at AutoVision News, we see you and Jennifer Deitch and Aliyah Charney, all three of you from AI and Women in Autonomy, we see you as women to look up to and to aspire to be like. I have three nieces uh, by virtue of being married to Danielle, and you are the type of women that I would want my nieces to aspire to be. So as you talk about these other women in your life, know that there are people that see you in the exact same light. Thank you, Carl. Well, no doubt, Indu, you have a very busy schedule between AI and women in autonomy, but let's say that uh, you have the weekend off, no distractions, no email, no phone, no nothing, and you're gonna take a road trip. Where would you go and who would you take with you and why? If it was a day off from work, of course, I'm gonna go with my family, my husband, and I would straight go to the Sierras or Angel Adam Wilderness for a hike or a backpack because it just soothes me like in the sense nature is very calming and that's what I would do drive there do a backpack and have a nice um, calm relaxed weekend there. Indu from all of us here at AutoVision News we want to wish you the best of luck going forward thank you for sharing your expertise with us and your thought leadership and I hope to see you at a future conference one day here sooner than later. Thank you, Carl. It's a pleasure to be on AutoVision News. Thank you so much. For more information on AI and adaptive LiDAR, email info at AI.AI. That's info at AI.AI. And AI is spelled A-E-Y-E, info at AI.AI. You can also follow AI on all social media platforms, including LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. To learn more about Women in Autonomy, visit the organization's website, womeninautonomy.com. That's womeninautonomy.com. In Detroit with Indu Vijaya, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.